Welcome everyone to a snow day edition of Straight Ballin'. Recording this on a Sunday night. Every school, I think, in the state of Wisconsin is canceled for tomorrow. Because we got some snow coming. It says 6 to 12. Who knows what we'll get. As always, it's overstated. Maybe not always. uh, Because I remember last year during our state basketball tournament for 8th grade, the second week of April, we got two feet of snow. That was a shit show. So... Uh, if you listen off and we did not have a spread and bread this past week, uh, we didn't need to take time to, you know, preview the, preview the uh, Pro Bowl. I think I just saw it was like 26 to 7. I don't know. And someone said it was like a, a wacky Pro. It's a Pro Bowl. Why, 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 is, it, why is it wacky? Let me, uh, I'm going to bring this up right now. I think it's on ESPN. I saw it was like 20 to nothing at some point. Uh, Mahomes, Jets, Adams starring wacky Pro Bowl. Why is a Pro Bowl wacky? Who fucking cares about this stupid fucking Pro Bowl? It was anything but a typical Pro Bowl. Wind, rain, and temperature in the 50s. Defensive players catching touchdowns. Okay, this is just... I'm I'm done. I can't even do this anymore. So that's the Pro Bowl. That's why we didn't have a spread and bread. Uh, Because that's... We'll we'll be back next week for the Super Bowl, but we're not going to waste time this week talking about the Pro Bowl. Because if you watched it, then holy shit, you guys are... I don't know what to tell you. Clearly, you've got nothing better to do. So anyways, there was a couple of things last week uh, regarding basketball straight ball, and I totally forgot to talk about. We talked about officials a lot and bad calls and, and things like that. The one thing I didn't want to talk, I didn't talk about that we'll, John and I will end up talking about straight ball and, or uh, spread and bread was, is going to be is the, obviously the last call in the Saints-Rams game, the non-pass interference call. We'll talk about it. My point is, yes, one of the worst non-calls ever in the history of sports. John and I will get into that next week. But there was two calls last week in basketball that I saw that I just, I, it's just, it blows my mind. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, maybe you can Google it. I don't know if it'll come up, but maybe you can Google it and see it. But there was one call, uh, Kentucky and Auburn played. Again, this is like, you know, you're talking like, this is going to be over a week ago. And an Auburn guy goes up for a dunk. And the Kentucky guy, I think it was Washington, comes over, tries to block the shot, misses the block, right? Hits his arm. Just, it's a foul, right? He, he fouled the guy going up for a dunk. And the Auburn guy, as he gets fouled, grabs the rim, swings on the rim a little bit, drops down, hits his head on the floor. So they go to review and they call it a flagrant foul. And it is like, I, I don't know, I, I get there are definitions of flagrant fouls and flagrant calls. This is not a flagrant foul. Like, if I'm going to block your shot, I might not block your shot. I might, I might hit your wrist. I might hit your forearm. That's kind of how basketball goes, right? If, you know, so it was like, it was like a call on, like they, they made the flagrant call on the result of what happened, which is him hitting his head on the floor, which was because he grabbed the rim, which was his fault, not anyone else's fault, and that was it. Like, it's, it's like saying if you, someone took a jump shot and you hit their forearm and... Then all of a sudden you hit their forearm and their forearm caused their hand to poke themselves in the eye. And then they fell to the ground in pain and they couldn't see for the next like three days. Like, and that you got to, that's not a flagrant foul. These are not flagrant fouls, people. NCAA needs to get the shit under control. And the NBA does too, because I got another call coming up in a second here. But like, this is, these are not flagrant fouls. These are plays on the ball. And you can't call them flagrant fouls because of the result of that play. It's, it's, 
I don't know where the hell we've gone basketball. Like, I don't know where we've gone in a society for sure. Everyone knows that. Like, our society is a, a shit show. But how basketball has gone this way blows my mind. Another call uh, within that same time period, Nixon Thunder were playing, and uh, I think it's Alonzo Trier goes up for the Knicks, goes up, he drives a lane, goes up, and as he's going up for the layup, his elbow hits Patterson in the, in the nose, okay? It's a complete basketball move, right? Like, he's just going up. Like, if I'm going up for a layup, my elbow goes from south to north, right? Like, my elbow's going up to to do something, and if I'm holding the ball with two hands, because that's what you're taught to do, as you're going up for any kind of shot, you have you to you know secure the ball. My elbow goes up from south to north, from down to up. For those people that don't know directions, and it hits Patterson in the nose, and he gets a I don't know if he breaks his nose or gets a bloody nose, whatever. And he walks, you know, he goes down and he ends up going off the court, whatever. And they call Trier for a flagrant foul. I I don't know where we are with this shit. I don't get it. I I, I spent my time on officials last week, and, but I don't. This does not make any sense to me. Again, there are definitions of it, you know, unnecessary contact and things. This is not going up in a normal motion of shooting a basketball or going up to block a shot. That's, that's, you could say that that's nothing's necessary at that point, I guess. If that's, if you, well, that's another, you don't have to go up and block a shot. Well, then nothing, nothing's necessary. These are normal moves in basketball. And the fact that we are calling these flagrant fouls is bullshit. And if you know me, you know I hate Kentucky. And I'm defending Kentucky in this one. This was, this was horseshit. Uh, a week and a half ago, it was awful to watch. I was so pissed. I'm just pissed about officiating. It's just, it's so bad. And when you can go to a monitor and you can look at this and then they make that call as a flagrant, I don't get it. It makes no sense. It's so fucking stupid. People need to grow up and get their shit together because it's ruining basketball. And it, it just doesn't make any, like people are getting to get scared and timid to play. And they already, they already are. But even more so to, for these calls, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. If, if if you have a different opinion on this, please again, as always, tweet at spread and bread or spreadandbread at gmail.com. Let's move into our uh our teams, right? Our two main teams, Wisconsin and Duke. Uh Wisconsin well, you know, they had a big win last week, but you know, they're still not ranked. They are sitting at where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Like fourth, fifth in the Big Ten? They are sitting in fifth. They're six and three. 14 and 6 overall, 6 and 3 in the Big Ten. So Michigan State, Michigan, Purdue, Maryland, and then Wisconsin. Um had, had you know, had a good win at Illinois. Reavers went off 22 and 10. I, you've never you you would have never thought that we would say that, right? That I'd ever come here and go, Reavers went off for 22 and 22 and 10. I was watching this. Hap had a good game. Not like, you know, he didn't know you know, he just had a normal, I mean, he had like nine and just a just a decent, you know, decent stat line. Um is he the white ben, is he the white Ben Simmons? I thought about this like he Ben Simmons, you know, in the NBA can't shoot, right? People just sit off him, he can't shoot. Great passer, great, you know, great rebounder, can't shoot. Like he'll have triple doubles where he scores like 10 points. And yeah, I get it. Hap scores 20 points. Like Hap's more of offensive effectively. He's more effective offensively granted because of college, it's the way it is, but I I think I think he might be very comparable to Ben Simmons. Now, don't get it twisted. <laughs> Ethan Hap's not, Ethan Hap's not going to be the number one pick in the draft. I just thought it just kind of came to my mind. I'm like, he's like the Ben Simmons of college. Maybe that's it. he's a Ben Simmons of college basketball. Like he he just he can't do anything. He can't shoot, but he can pass and rebound. Um, and Ben Simmons can't. He doesn't have a pulse game like Ethan Hap. And Ethan Hap's that game's not going to translate to the NBA. It was, just, it was again 
It was uh, just a thought, you know, in my mind. Uh, yesterday they played Northwestern, and the highlight of that was that they almost outscored Duke for that day. So they score against Northwestern. They score 62. Duke ends up scoring 66. So it was close. I was Duke went down to the Wisconsin level, and Wisconsin apparently decided to score a little bit. But anyways, you know, they played Northwestern. Uh, Reavers killed my DraftKings lineup. He was fucking horseshit. Uh, which, you know, I don't why, why am I putting Nate Reavers in my DraftKings lineup? I don't know, because I got, I thought, hey, well, he scored, he was 22 and 10 earlier. Maybe I'll just sneak him in here and no one will pick him. Well, no one picked him because he shit in the lineup. Hap, 13, 12, and 11. It's a great triple-double. Great, great. Uh, aside from the fact that he took a three-pointer and he missed it because he can't make threes. And, uh, he shouldn't be taking them, which we know. Like, I mean, seriously, at this point, what are we doing here? Right? Like, I will say that, okay, let me say this. He, that three may have, I, again, I, sometimes it's box scores. I didn't see the entire game. Maybe he launched a half-court shot at the buzzer. If he did, I apologize to Ethan Happ. If he didn't, stop shooting threes, Ethan Happ. Davison, Trice, both had 18, shot well from three. Again, all right, as we go, we'll see. Moving on to Duke. Oh, geez. Week for Duke. Uh, played Pitt. They won 79-64. Another big game from Zion. 25-7-7. Amazing from the field. 11-13. Another typical R.J. Barrett box score. 26-5-3. Took 24 shots. Holy shit. Stop shooting. He is James Harden. Kobe Bryant rolled into one. It's unfucking believable Cam Reddish. 15-6-4. Shot 24. <laughs> Both R.J. and Cam were 20, 10 of 24. And Cam, 3 of 10 from 3. Like, man, I, I hammer on Hero about this shit. Like, these guys are supposed to be the best shooters in the country. And I, I start, I'm starting to wonder, like, maybe they just they're not. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're the best high school shooters in the country. Uh, but I'm not sure that they are the best shooters in the country at this point. Because at some point, something, like, something becomes reality, right? Like, you, your credibility, you lose credibility. It goes away. They built up credibility in high school that they were great high school three-point shooters. Shot moves back a foot for college. Maybe they're just not that good. I don't know. I mean, we'll find out. Uh, but as we, we as we go on through the week, as we go from the pit game to Georgia Tech, Duke Duke wins 66-53. It's close to the entire game. They're down for a while. Zion, another big game. He had 22-7, 9-11 from the field. RJ, another typical RJ game, 24-11-3, 1-5-3. <laughs> and Cam Reddish again, 1-11 from the field, 1-8 from three. This team, I, this Duke team is not going anywhere if they cannot hit threes. And Cam is the main guy. If he can't hit threes, this team's fucked. I, I, and regardless, I get it. You've got, you've got Zion, you've got RJ, and they shouldn't be fucked. But Cam's got to be able to spread that defense out. And if he's not shooting threes well, and he's not, this team's not going to win the championship. They're just not. They're not going to win the title. They're not going to go far in the tournament. They're just, it's, it's, I'm worried. I've, I said this from the way, 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 way beginning. I'm worried about Cam Reddish. He's shooting like a fourth grader. Like, he's he's forcing some, but for the most part, he's missing wide open threes. And it's not fun to watch. And I just hope that, you know, we got another, you know, he's got another month and a half, you know, two months, a month and a half to get it together before the tournament, before these games these games actually mean something. And if he, if he doesn't get it together, then it's going to be an issue. He's still, you know, ranked as like a top five 
pick in the NBA draft, and these scouts, I don't think, give a shit how much, he, how well he shoots. But I would. I don't. If you can't make a college three that's somewhat open, how are you going to make an NBA three that's not going to be open because the defense is way better? So we'll see. We'll see. I'm a little worried. Like I said, I'm worried. I'm worried about Reddish. I'm definitely worried. As we move on to the Wisconsin guys, uh, someone can be quick here. Justice. God, that team's not good. They're, you know, they're 11 and 11. Two losses this week. They got destroyed by Gonzaga. Uh, Justice, you know, highlight of that game is he one for six from three. They lost to Loyola Marymount, uh, 61-69. Moving to Halliburton. I I heard this stat. Halliburton leads the Big 12 in minutes. He's a freshman in the Big... It's not like he's he's a freshman in the Horizon League. He's a freshman in the Big 12, and he is leading the Big 12 in minutes. That is insane. Like, that is... If anyone who's listening to this, who's ever... Most of you guys, I'm assuming you have coached basketball, whether it's youth or whatever. Like, the kids that you play the most are the kids that you trust the most. Like, whether it's defense or to get you a bucket, whatever. Like, you play the kids that you trust the most on the court. Which means that Halliburton is, like, one of the most trusted players in the Big 12 if he's averaging that many minutes. He's not playing for a shitty team, and he's, like, the best player. He's playing for a top 25 team, and he's getting the most minutes on the team and the most minutes in the Big 12. That, that blows my mind. Uh, not like a stat line wise, not great. You know, they lost to Kansas. He had nine, five and two. Uh, I, you know, at the end of the game, he had, he had, he walked up to the, he had a couple free throws. He walked up confidently, shot him, made them both. Just, it was bang, bang. It was, I thought it was impressive to me as a freshman to go up there, you know, against Kansas to, to just knock down two free throws like that. Um, they played old miss, uh, yesterday they want, they beat old miss, uh, 87. Did I say, if I said they lost twice, I didn't mean it. Sorry. Um, the Beatle miss 87-73 at 5-3-9, 37 minutes again. Came out right away with five, like he had five assists in the first 10 minutes. And, you know, he's not there to score. He's there to, you know, to kind of be, you know, just bring everything together. He's he's the he's the glue, if you will. He's the uh, straw that stirs the drink. But in any case, he's playing well. And it's it's something I never thought I'd see at this point this early. Uh, that's for sure. But Hal Burton's playing, he's playing great. So, I, you know. You know what, what weekly we talk about him. McCabe, West Virginia's nine nine and eleven, lost to Baylor. He played five minutes. What do, what do you want me to say? Right? Uh, they lose to Tennessee, the number team in the you know number one team in the country. He goes you know six points, four assists in sixteen minutes. He was two for three from three. But uh, you know at this point, I don't know. I, again, I want him on. I want him to come on here. I want him. I want him to talk about his my 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 ideal situation is he comes on. This summer, when he comes back to, I'm assuming he's going to come back to Kakana. When we talk about his freshman year, all the struggle, obviously the struggles, right? It's not. This is not normal for Jordan McCabe. Like he was the stud at Kakana, played a ton, scored a ton, all these accolades, everything, and he goes to West Virginia and he's buried on the bench and he doesn't play. And when he makes a mistake, he gets pulled. And there was a, the other thing. I, the other stat I heard yesterday was that Huggins. 12 kids on that roster have started a game. So basically every kid in the roster has started a game. He's trying to figure shit out. But I don't... That's great to give everyone a chance, but at some point you need some kind of consistency. And I think some of these kids have no idea if they're getting yanked around or or what's going on. You guys know my thoughts on, on Huggins, but I want to know more. So I know people who listen, know McCabe, know his dad. Whatever. McCabe's, whatever. McCabe's 20. He doesn't need his dad's permission. Jordan, come on the pod. Let's talk. Let's talk hoops. And our last Wisconsin guy, Tyler Hero. 
wonderful Tyler. Let's let's open this up. I was talking to a friend of mine. Hang on one second. Sorry. Um one a friend of mine. You know, he's a basketball guy. He does not he does not watch college basketball like I do or NBA or anything like that. And he's talking about Tyler Hero and he asked my opinion. And I, you know, I, I sent a message back and I'm like, well, you know what? If you listen to the podcast, you know how I feel about Tyler fucking Hero. Uh, and I'd mentioned, I said, yeah, apparently he's like a first round draft pick right now. And he wrote, and he sent back, he's like, I, I'm sorry, what, how is he a first round draft pick? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. And it still doesn't. But anyways, so that's kind of like the people that don't even have any kind of vested interest in this of Tyler Hero, like that don't know anything, just kind of watch him. Like, I don't, that's, that's a first round pick. You know, it's a weak draft this year, but we'll see what happens. Uh, they beat Mississippi State 76-55. Finally, of game three for three from three, 18 points, five rebounds, and assist. They played Kansas. They beat Kansas. Big win yesterday. They played Kansas. They beat Kansas 71-63. A very ho-hum game, if you will, for Tyler Hero. 6-5-5, and uh, 2-9 and from the field, 0-4 from three. Again, Reddish and Hero are supposed to be the best three-point shooters in the country. And yes, I I get it. He was three for three from three earlier in the week, and he was zero for four. You know, it's it's three for seven. Great for the week. Okay, he's still shooting like thirty two percent from three. Not what you want an elite shooter in college to shoot, and not what you would want as an NBA GM to draft in the first round. If you drafting, if you think you're drafting an an, an elite shooter, someone who shoots thirty two percent from three, but uh, you know, I see this assist stuff, and this goes for Halbert and all this stuff. I, we've lost track of what assists are for God's sakes, because I watch some of this shit and it's like a pass into the post and then the post guy dribbles, two dribbles, backs down, does a pump fake left and then goes over his right shoulder and they call it an assist. And that's not an assist, people. If you create the shot for yourself, that's not an assist. Just because the pass went there, it doesn't mean that you get it. The ball goes in the hole, doesn't mean you get the assist. That's fucking ridiculous. That shit pisses me off. So anyways, uh, you guys know me. I'm, you know, it's, hey, again, Pot, uh, invite open and Tyler Hero come on the pod. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer on these guys. I'm gonna hammer on because I'm just it's just the way it is. Sorry, if I come in here and go, oh my god, Halliburton is amazing, McKay is amazing, Hero is amazing. That's off. That's a great podcast. Let's listen to that. Let's listen to Sam, um, as you know, Billis. Oh, by the way, yeah, Billis didn't know. I thought I was gonna listen to this Billis again. Verbal hand job of Tyler Hero. Nothing. Hero didn't do shit. Billis didn't talk about him. So. You know, what are we doing? What are we doing, Jay Billis? Are we just going to talk about people one day and then ignore them the next day? It's like, be consistent, right? If you love, like, if I, you know me, people who know me, I love LeBron. He may have a shitty year, shitty day, whatever. I'm, I love him. I'm, 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 I've, I have attached my, my wagon to that car. Is that the same? Whatever. Uh, if you are going to sit there and, and praise Hero when he has a good game, you better fucking praise him when he has a shitty game. You can pick up. You can pick a spot that he didn't do well, but keep praising him if you're on the if you're on the hero bandwagon. I'm not. I'm not on the bandwagon. Bandwagon. It's gonna take me a lot to get there. Which brings us to know your rule. Again, I'm gonna run out of these at some point, but I got I got one. I got one tonight, it, and I didn't see a lot of. Um, uh, I watched some basketball. You know, we, our kids uh, played Friday night, and then uh, Caden played today. There's, there's the typical, you know, here's the one thing I've been seeing lately and I'm not, this is not the know your rule of the week, but the one thing I've been seeing lately is we've talked about the, the backboard thing. 
the backboard is a tunnel. Behind the backboard is a tunnel. That's where it's got to enter. I have seen so many refs call a basketball hits the bottom of the backboard, like the bottom, you know, the padding, whatever, and they underneath they call it out of bounds. That's not out of bounds. The bottom of the backboard is not out of bounds. Um, I don't, I don't understand why these refs are calling this all the time. So, um, that was just something I know. That was something I noticed. This 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 rule I want to talk about has nothing to do with what I've seen this week, but I, I feel it's a rule that needs to be talked about because it gets called a lot and refs, I don't think anyone, I don't, here's the refs. I think know it probably more than anything, but parents don't know this rule. So I want to make sure that parents know this rule. Okay. And that's over, over and back. All right. Here's the rule for over and back, right? You have, you have three parts of your body. Not three. You have, okay. You have, you have three parts in general of your body when you're playing basketball, right? When you have the ball, it's two feet and the ball. Okay. So you've got to cross half court with one, two feet, and then the basketball to be considered in the front court, right? To be considered in the front court, to, to, to over and back, even to be called, those three things have to be in the front. They have to cross out of the back court. Okay. So if I cross my two, if I walk my two feet over into the front court and I dribble the ball in the back court, I'm not, I'm not, I cannot be called for over and back. I cannot, I cannot be, I can dribble for, I guess technically I'd be called for 10 seconds, but I cannot, I'm not gonna be called for over and back. Once I get those three pieces over into the front court, if any one of those things go in the backcourt without being tipped or anything like that, right? Like no possessions lost, whatever, no tip, it's over and back. So I see all these parents like anytime anything happens towards half court, they don't even know what's going on. There's oh over back, over back, over back. Like they have no, it's anything again, anything that happens towards half court area, tip, not tipped, uh one foot over, two foot over, like it would I can't imagine the number of people, number of parents that would fucking lose their shit if you had a kid dribble up to half court and then and then straddle the half court line and then dribble back and forth like from front to back front to back front to back i actually might want to, i think i might tell my kid to do it i think that'd be kind of funny just to watch parents lose their fucking shit over over and back but anyways it, to me it's not as bad as the as the over the back over the uh, backboard stuff and the kickball stuff it, but i wanted uh, to get that off because over and back it's more of a parent thing like parents just do not know how to they have no idea about over and back um, so I need like, anytime anything happens towards half court line, they just fucking f- lose their shit and flip out that everything's over and back. So again, three points have to go over anytime one, one goes back, it's over and back. That's your, uh, know your rule. Uh, I wanted to tell a story cause I was kind of, I was, I don't know if I was asked, but I was nudged to maybe I was talking to a couple friends over the week, just about officials and how this kind of the whole, this whole thing got started. And those of you that know me close have heard this story and I'll try to give an abbreviated story, but it, knowing me, it will not happen. But I've gotten one technical in my career of coaching basketball and that happened last year. And that's, that's, this story's not about that. I will tell that story at some point. But when I was coaching uh, third grade hoops, uh, I had an assistant and that assistant knows who they are at this point. And we're playing in a Nina tournament and we're in the championship game and there's a bad call. And this, let me go, let me, I guess, let me rewind a little bit. This official at this point, I know does not like me. He's, he's officiated directly games, uh, leagues that we had out at, uh, certain, uh, churches, outdoor facilities, if you will. 
uh, and he's he's one of those officials that does not he doesn't take shit. He will never admit when he's wrong, and just thinks that he thinks that he's right in every call, and he's not. I mean, no, no officials are right in every call. So I've always butted heads with this official in the past, and he makes a call that I disagree with, and that my assistant disagrees with, and he tells my assistant to sit down and, or he's going to get a technical, he's going to team up, whatever. I said, yeah. And I said to my, I said, Hey, you know, Hey, sit down, sit down, sit down, We're, you know, sit down, whatever. So play goes on. We don't get, obviously we don't get to call our way, whatever play goes down the other end of the court. I mean, we're talking, okay. So not, not the opposite end of where our bench is. So you're talking, you know, 60 feet away. And I'm talking to my assistant coach just about this. I'm like, can, I can't believe that call. You know, we're like talking face to face. Like you literally, no one can hear us except us. Whistle blows and we hear technical foul. And I'm like, what, what, what happened? Like, who's it, you know, who, who's the, wh- where was the technical? And um, he's like technical foul, uh, you know, Kimberly, two points and the ball for, you know, whatever. And I'm like, who well what ha- who's the who's the foul on? He goes, I don't have to tell you who the who the who I don't have to tell you who the technical foul is on. I'm like, well, yeah, you you probably should because I need to know what's going on. Like I I need to know if I'm doing something wrong. If I got a technical, what's he wouldn't even tell me who the technical foul was on. That's how bad this that's how bad this official was. That's how bad this call was. Wouldn't even tell me who the technical foul was on. So play goes on. Couple possessions later, um, there's a jump ball. And he's, he's in front of the, he's in front of like the scores table and his partner is off, you know, on the other side of the court. And he's like blue ball, which was not our ball. I said, they just got the last jump ball. And the scores table is going, yeah, it's, it's, it's red ball. It's not blue ball. And he goes, nope, blue ball. And I'm like, you, they just got the last one. Your, the scores table is literally telling you that it is red ball. It's not blue ball. It's red ball. He goes, nope, blue ball. And I'm just like, what, what are we doing here? And I look at his partner and I'm like, I throw my hands up like, are you, are you, are you fucking serious? And he kind of looks at me like, I don't know, man, what am I going to do? Well, number one, he could have done something, but he didn't. He's like, I'm like, this is just fucking ridiculous. So game goes on. We end up losing, which is irrelevant to this kind of story of the, it was just, it was a shitty ass game. We lose the game. Um, I go talk to my team afterwards and you know, whatever. People who know me, and again, you know the story, but people who know me, like, I don't let shit go. If I know a call's wrong or if I don't, like, something's not resolved, I need to figure it out. So these two officials are sitting down on the court, you know, at the end of the bench. The other teams are warming up. And I go up to my go, can you please tell me, like, who the uh, technical foul was on? And he's like, it was on your assistant. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, what can I, Why? He's like, it was unsportsmanlike conduct. I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Like, what, what's unsportsmanlike conduct? And he's like, well, you know, I could. He was, he was, uh, he was saying some things. And I'm like, you were fifty, you were fifty or sixty feet away from when you called the technical foul. What do you mean? What he was saying? And he's like, well, I could tell what he was saying. And I'm just like, I, I don't, I, I'm at this point, I'm just lost. I'm like, so you could tell what he was saying from sixty feet away. So you called a technical foul, and then at that point, didn't even tell us why you called a technical foul. So then I just go into the next play. I'm like, okay, you got to tell me, how are you calling this foul? So we get into this whole kind of conversation about what's a foul, what's not a foul, which is fucking stupid. Like, fouls are pretty obvious, right? Like, obvious fouls are obvious fouls. So 
he I'm I'm walking away from him and he gets up and he kind of starts following me. And we're back and forth just kind of talking. And he's like, I I get certified, you know, I, I take tests so many times a year, and I'm just like, Well, you probably should take more because clearly you don't know what you're doing. And which obviously is not probably the best thing to say, but um and at some point he's like, I know who you are. I know I officiate you out at so-and-so league. I'm like, yeah, I know you know who I are, who I am. And I know you don't like me and I don't like you because you're an awful official. And he says something to the point of like, yeah, well, the apple doesn't far, fall far from the tree talking about my kid. I'm like, you know what? Like at that point, I'm like, you don't, my kid's in third grade. You don't need to talk about my kid, you know? And he says, I hope you play basketball at so-and-so this week, this summer. He's like, I'm going to really give it to you. I'm going to really give it to you this summer. And I'm just, I look at him like, that's, that's how you are. That's the official you are right there. Like you are, you are telling me in advance that you are going to call, make bad calls against me if I play in this league this summer. Like, that's great. Good luck, buddy. And I just kind of like walked away. At this point, there was a guy from Nina. Um, and I know people who, who listen to this podcast know this guy, uh, Nina, uh, that like separated us. And like, Again, I'm like, I didn't, hey, I walked, I was walking away. He was coming towards me. I was not, I was not aggressive in this stance at all. And it was just, it was a really, really, it was a mess of a fucking, it was a mess of a situation. Um, I could have, yes, I could have diffused it. I could have never started, I could have never started the conversation with him at all. But again, I feel like officials need to know, officials should know the rules, correct? And if you don't know the rules, then maybe you should fucking figure it out, like, you don't just 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 because you have a, a a license and you're getting paid to make to officiate games doesn't mean that you can just call whatever you want and be a complete fucking asshole. And that's what the situation was. And the reason I kind of brought up the story today was because uh, he was officiating a game yesterday that one of my friends was at, and he just sent a picture. He said, "Hey, remember this guy?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, my favorite ref, whatever." And he said, "Oh my god, remember that." Remember we got into it with him at this this other league this is in this league and I'm like, holy shit! I totally forgot about this. <laughs> I totally forgot about this certain league and or I forgot about the situation in this league and there was a, this is how bad this official is. We got into it and it wasn't even me. I wasn't even involved in this at this point. Uh, I can't even remember the call, but it was we were it was an argument over a just a stupid. It was a call a typical call that you would argue about. And it wasn't me again. It was not me. It was my teammate. And I wasn't even near the situation. And he literally says to one of our, one of our players, fuck off. Just tells him, fuck off. <laughs> like, you're an official. And you just told a player in a game. Again, it's a rec league. I get it. But you don't tell, a, you don't tell a, someone in the ga- during a game that you're officiating, fuck off. And that's what this guy did. That's what this official did. And... And that right there, I knew I'm like, well, this is what's the, I mean, what there's, there are certain officials that you cannot reason with and that are going to official, they're going to officiate because there are a shortage of officials. They get paid to do it. They're always going to do it and they are going to be as bad as they want and they don't give a shit. And that's how it is. But I, I thought to my, as I was talking to my friend about this, I'm like, oh my God, I got, I got to tell that story about on the podcast, on the podcast, because we talk about officials and again, yes, I agree that there are other issues, other issues besides bad officials, you know, there's parents and stuff like that and coaches and all that stuff. But this official is, is a horrible official. And I've actually, he's officiated games after the scenario that I had in third grade. Uh, I've talked, I've talked to him in the games and stuff like that. And I've been, cor- I've been cordial. I've been nice. I'm not, I don't need to like, I get it. Like 
the last thing you need is officials against you, right? You're not, if it's a close game, you're not going to get any fucking calls. Um, but I have, I have no, I would have no hesitation, or I, I'm not afraid of like telling him that he's a he's a bad official. He is like I I have a history and facts uh, that he is a bad official, you know. And and to tell someone to fuck off is fucking ridiculous. Like that's unbelievable to me. It, there needs to be like a there probably is a governing body of officials, right? But like there needs to be a little bit more of, of, you know, policing the situation of officials and, and managing these officials of how, if they're good or bad and to get rid of them again. But the problem is they're so short on officials. Like we have bad officials because there's just not enough officials. So these officials that are bad can do whatever the fuck they want to do. And they keep coming back. They keep getting signed up for tournaments and they keep being shitty and they can do whatever they want and they get paid and that's it. And we're all, we're all left to, Sit here and watch this shit. So, all right. Well, it's Sunday night. Everyone's getting a snow day tomorrow. I'm about 33 minutes in here. I had a bunch of NBA stuff, but I'm going to save it for next week because I try to keep this stuff low because I have one friend that does not listen to the podcast because it's too long. Screw you, Burley. But listen to the podcast. Uh, we'll get NBA next week. College basketball again, as always, full swing. We're we're going to keep we're going to keep going with it. Um, if you have your Tweet me your favorite. Tweet me or email me your uh, favorite official story. If it's if it's short enough, tweet it, right? At Spread and Bread. If it's not, Gmail to me, right? Spread and Bread at gmail.com. I'd love to hear. I love official stories. I love people getting texts for certain th- stuff. I love bad calls. I love all of it. So please feed it to me. I will tell the stories on air. I want every week I want to have a story about a bad call or about a bad official, you know, regarding a bad call. All this, I want it. I think that's entertainment to me. That is so good to me to listen to that stuff because it's, everyone enjoys that, right? Who doesn't enjoy a good fucking bad official story? So send them to me, please. Spreadandbread at gmail.com or at Spreadandbread on Twitter. Okay. Everyone enjoy your snow day tomorrow. Uh, enjoy the week of basketball. Uh, we will have uh spread and bread will be up probably Thursday. I believe we'll preview the, uh, Super Bowl, obviously. My hope is to have some uh, Super Bowl uh, prop bets that we can have since we have, we're only previewing one game. We're going to have some prop bets, hopefully. And the other thing I think that John and I want to talk about, I, I'm going to tell John, John, I'm telling you right now as you listen to this, we're going to discuss the definition of what a sport is. I got into an argument, conversa- argument conversa- slash conversation w- with some teenagers tonight. What, what's a sport? In regards to golf, and fishing and bowling, stuff like that. What what the def- NASCAR throw NASCAR? What's this, what defines a sport? I know John's going to have an opinion on this, so I wanted to make sure that he was involved in this. I don't want to do it tonight on my own, so we'll do that on Spread and Bread this week as well. Everyone have a great week. Again, enjoy your snow day. Stay safe. Stay warm. Sit back, relax some movies. Relax and watch uh, watch some movies if you want. If you want a good, uh, if you have Netflix, watch you on Netflix. Watch the series You. It's amazing. Uh, the Ted Bundy tapes just re- was released. Five. That's only five episodes. That's amazing as well. But take some time to relax. Don't work too hard, everyone. But anyways, have a great week. This has been Straight Ballin'. We straight ballin'. <laughs>